Hello, welcome back to another episode of This Lonely Bitch. I am your host, Ava, Lonely Bitch, the one and only, I love to say that, why? Um, yeah, I'm so happy you could join me today. Is that what people say? I'm trying to sound like I know what I'm doing. Does it sound like I know what I'm doing? Because I don't. Anywho, the show must go on. So, I've been thinking really hard about whether or not this is an admission I'd like to make here. So I'm gonna try it out, see how it feels, and then decide after. I have been having anonymous chat sex through an app that my Russian friend told me about. Um, it's, been, it's been illuminating. It has been illuminating. It made me realize that in my last few relationships, like in the last last relationships within the last I don't honestly like any committed relationship I've been in I have not prioritized sex and pleasure and I actually broke up with someone because we were incompatible sexually and then I got into a relationship with someone we were still incompatible and I wasn't even as attracted to him as I was that other guy and then after that I've had romances and they've been really fun and very satisfying but no commitment the thing with the romances is that oh my pants are too tight the thing with the romances is that All these guys wanted open relationships. So, the best sex I've had in the last five to six years, all of it, was with guys who had no interest in committing. Well, in monogamy, I should say. They were interested in committing, but under the condition that they would be able to continue to sleep with whomever they pleased. That is something I thought I wanted a long time ago. And then no one wanted, (laughs) no, I couldn't convince anyone. I couldn't convince any guy to get into this type of relationship with me. or to transition into this type of relationship with me. Um, So, I just kind of dropped it. Then, you know, I didn't like when I started meeting guys who were presenting me with this option. Did not like it one bit, not one bit. I can tell you how much I liked it. I didn't. Not one bit. 
but I find it really interesting. And, you know, I find it all very interesting. I find it all very interesting. To be a single woman at this age, regardless of what I'm looking for long-term, you know, there are adjustments that my brain is making when it comes to who I'm attracted to. In the last episode, I mentioned this 23, 24-year-old boy that I found really attractive. Um, and it was disconcerting to me. And I was so attracted to him. Um, I think in cases like that, maybe the age doesn't actually matter. Because I'm not like going around dying to fuck 23, 24 year old guys and like wanting to have relationships with them. But it's interesting and like honestly, to be approaching 40 and to find myself attracted to someone that young feels kind of gross. It feels a bit gross. But guys do it all the time. They do it all the time and it's totally normal for them. They don't think it's weird at all. Do they? I don't think they think it's strange at all. For them it's normal and then if you look it up, they're like, oh yeah, it's biological. Of course they'd be attracted to these very young women. I mean, I used to feel that way. Like, I used to feel like, yeah, I'm more attracted to, like, a younger, hotter guy than someone my age who has gained 20 pounds and is balding, you know? Like, hell yeah. I'd rather sleep with a hotter, younger guy. Anyway, what's the point of this rant? I feel like confused, I guess. Um, so one of the guys I'm no longer speaking to, I mentioned that I was friends with these two guys and one of them I no longer speak to, or both of them. One of them is 34 and he's interested in a girl, he likes girls in their early 20s, like under 25, not 25 and under, like under 25. And he liked one girl and she rejected him and I did what? Any girlfriend of mine would do, would just say like, oh, you're too good for her, blah, 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 blah. But he really liked her, you know? And so he was defending her. And then he said that I was jealous of her because she's young and hot. And I was like, I thought about it. I thought in that moment, I was like, wait a minute. Like, because he's attracted to her because she's young and hot or because she's young and hot or both, right? I'm like, let's just stop and look at this. First of all, would I date this guy? No, I wouldn't date this guy. Would I introduce him to any of my friends and say, hey, this is a guy I think you should date? No, I wouldn't. Then why am I friends with him? You know, if he doesn't have any of the qualities that I think a great, respectable, attractive man possesses, then I'm friends with him, why? Because I feel sorry for him? That's not a cool reason to be friends with someone. You know, I wouldn't want someone to be friends with me for that reason. 
And then I thought about the jealousy thing. I was like, I'm not jealous of these younger girls. But it is an adjustment. Like being around them and being like out of the dating loop, it is an adjustment. It isn't, of course, you know. Um, it doesn't bother me, but it is an adjustment. There was like a grieving process. Nothing huge, but like, yeah, of course, it's an adjustment. It's like any shift in life is an adjustment, right? But then I thought about it even more and I was like, I'm not jealous of this girl because she's younger. I'm actually jealous of him because he feels so comfortable pursuing someone who's so much younger. It's not a thing for him at all. It's not even something, it's not something that he has any issue with at all, at all at all (laughs) he's totally comfortable with it why should it be any different for me I always thought that I would get older and I would totally just date younger guys like I just thought that was what I would do and then as I get older I realized you know I don't know like you learn what you like you learn what you don't like and you have a better sense of who you are physically compatible with and you know I'm just super picky now, but it doesn't matter. Like age is not the reason like age. When I think about it, I mean, even with guys my own age and even with older guys, I'm super picky. I just happen to be picky, you know? What's the point of this? It's because I want to talk about desire and I want to talk about this last guy that I was involved with the one that I was obsessed with because I think I think what happened was this man woke something up inside of me like I can say that I really desired him you know even from the first time I saw him Well, the first time I met him, I was curious. And then the more time I spent with him, the more I just felt like this kind of, like, simmering desire that became like this burning desire. And that has happened before. That's happened to me in relationships before. Um, Over time, you know, you just become so super attracted to the person you're with. But, you know, I felt this desire and the sex was very good. (laughs) So it was both. Usually I'll be attracted to someone like that I'm in a relationship with and the sex won't actually be that good, but I'll still be really attracted to them. And I won't mind that the sex isn't that good until like one day I wake up and I'm like, "Mm, this is a problem and try to fix it and be like actually I gotta go and I think desire is something new for me to like follow more and more of what it is I desire and to open myself up more and more to it 
and allow myself to feel this more and more it's something new and I think honestly I feel like shame surrounding desire if that makes sense and I don't know where that comes from and I don't know why and I don't think it's important um but I think what makes the whole thing so difficult or I guess what made the whole thing so difficult was like I felt ashamed of myself for going after this man simply because I desired him knowing you know we didn't have the same relationship goals life goals I was just running on hormones (laughs) and then all these feelings came up all these feelings that are like you're stupid for going after what it was what it is you desire, you know, you're pathetic for going after what you desire, what you desire isn't actually good for you. You know, I think these are beliefs that crop up, not because they're true, but because these are the beliefs that have been preventing you from pursuing your desires your entire life. Or me. Let's keep talking about me. Okay. Yeah, so I feel like this man has woken something up in me. And I think it's a really important thing to have happened because, you know, I keep saying this throughout the podcast, like, like for me to even admit that I want to be with someone and like, I'm willing to change the way I do things and to change the way I look at things. You know, that the desire for that is so great that I would be willing to do that. That was difficult for me. I don't know if it's just like denial or a natural progression, right? I think it's I think it's a natural life progression. But it feels like all of the processing I'm going through is like the processing you would associate with like letting go of denial. Um, Yeah, so desire and all of the stuff that comes up as I allow myself more and more to feel this desire it's really cool actually um yeah and I was also thinking like like what's upsetting about these romances ending like when they kind of just end so like not just with this guy but the one in Malta too you know I was thinking about it I was like you know what I'm upset about I'm not upset that it's over I'm upset that it meant so much to me and I'm afraid that it meant nothing to him then I'm like well, what difference does it make if it meant nothing to him? It still meant something to you. It still meant something to me, you know? And if I got something out of it, that's what matters. Like, if it meant so much to me, then why would I spoil that with whatever feeling this is, this disappointment, or, like, 
telling myself that it means something about me, that it means that I'm not desirable or I'm not lovable, like let myself have it, you know? And then, then it made me think about this idea of like power, right? And desire. And as a woman, we are taught that our power is in being desirable. The more desirable we are, the more powerful we are. And I know that when I feel powerful, I also happen to feel desirable. But it's different for men, you know? You know, like a man will hit on a woman just because they desire it. They feel comfortable acting on their desires just for the sake of it, whether or not they are perceived to be desirable in return. They'll just act on their desires. I find that really, that's something I really admire about men, quite frankly. Like sometimes when a guy who's like, no chance in hell with me hits on me. When I was younger, I would be like, oh, please get away from me. Now I'm like, you know what? Good for you. I aspire to have that level of confidence someday. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't matter. Like, it's just, like, the power is not in whether or not you're desirable. The power is in the fact that you have desire and you allow yourself to pursue those desires it could be anything you know it could be a man it could be a family it could be an open relationship it could be overstaying in a country where your visa has expired <laughs> it could be anything Anyway, should I circle back to this whole dating app thing? Um, I really like it because it's anonymous. And I realize that when you take away the other person's feelings and you are more direct about what it is you want, there's so much freedom, you know? And then like I matched with some guys who I would date in real life who kind of are these like complicated tortured men you know that I find so irresistible I don't know because I think they're smart because I think that being complicated and tortured makes you smarter than average I really even saying that aloud sounds so stupid but I think I do believe it I think I still believe it deep down inside but I would match with these guys and I'd be like, no, this is too complicated. You know, it's like way too complicated. This is actually really boring. So why am I still talking to them? And then I'm just like, unmatch. It's like boring me. The one guy messaged me today and he was like, he's like, hey, how are you? And I was just like, I don't want to have a conversation. <laughs> I am not here for the conversation. <laughs> There's one guy I've been messaging and he sent me a photo of his face the other day and I was like, what do I do here? Do I unmatch him? I really enjoy the vibe he and I have, but I really never needed to see his face, you know? I think if it had been a good face, 
would have appreciated it. But it wasn't. And I was like, you just ruined everything. Uh, but it's nice. It feels very empowering. It's very empowering. Um, it's very empowering. And I do want to feel desirable, you know? And like, I see that in openly expressing my desire, that actually makes me more desirable. I'm not doing it to be more desirable, but I can see it being a side effect of being direct and just stating very clearly what it is I want and what it is I expect, you know? Okay. So, on that note, <laughs> now we're getting into some interesting territory. Um, on that note, I'm going to sign off. Thank you so much for being here. I love you so much. Thanks for being here. And as Vicky would say, ciao for now.